Kine and happy holidays, Houston. It's your favorite day of the year, Christmas at Kine's. Come join the debauchery as John, Lance, and Dell broadcast live from the Mobile Veritex Community Bank Studios at Kleins Jewelry, 5868 Westheimer Road. Now, here are your blinged and bedazzled hosts, John and Lance. We are bedazzled live here at Kleins. What's this? It's What's Christmas this? at Klein's. And it, we got kolaches, we got donuts, we've got beer, we got that beer. I don't know who brought that in. We got to stop with that, stop that beer, whatever that is. That's not appropriate. Uh, we got Coors Lights, and we want you to come on by and have one with us. Michael is here, and he can help expedite your passport. And your visa, right? He Michael? actually does make those. That's what he does. Real ones. Real ones. Yes. He's not in the in his garage. No. You know, with a, have with a, a little a little needle fixing the <laughs> or two. Or a scalpel to yeah, cut out right. some guy's picture. <laughs> right. No, yeah. that's not it. Yeah. It's real passports and real visas. Michael Men, M-E-N-N. Look him up. I don't know how you'll find him. Just look him up. <clears throat> anyway, he will, he will help you out. Here's a legitimate question. And... I have been asking it now. Uh, J.D., Jason in the H, asked this question. Is Jalen Green good? I know, I know he asked it almost as a joke, kind of, but... It's a, I think it's a legitimate question. No, I don't think he's good. I think he's okay, very when, average, when actually. He, when he and Elprin are good. up... When, good is right. actually a term that should be... Good is something that's very favorable. Yes. He is extremely average. And I, actually, he's slightly below average for his position. Like, would you think? Do you think he's one of the top ten two guards in the league? Not a no. chance. Not a chance. No. Top half. I'd have to start listing, but no, no. So he's he below average. Yeah, he's a below average. Two he's guard. a below average two guard in the league. And right the now. only reason. So when he and Alperin are up at the same time, I don't even think it's hard. It's not a question. It's not a question of who, who gets of the who's getting a deal and who's no, going to be upset about the other guy getting a deal. You can't do them both. And you, yeah, you can't have like. I feel like old Rockets would have just given Jalen a big old bag and said, well, let's just hope it works out. Uh, hopefully they are in a different place now where they're, they don't just rely on, you know, no. No. There was already somebody yesterday who I can't remember who it was, but it was arguing. There was some – it wasn't really arguments, but people were talking about – oh, it, the topic was would, 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 would Jalen Green be better with KPJ? He, they said he was better with him, actually. You know, and okay, yeah, but so? Yeah. So what? They so, also were one of the worst teams in basketball they were. for all that time, and they had a losing mentality and you losing culture. I would much rather not have KPJ and have Jalen play worse if it meant having a better basketball team. I would, to me, the Rockets aren't about making sure Jalen's at his best. It's about making sure Jalen can fit into what Ime's system is that's what it is and and i think for some people it's really hard to get their heads around that because they've seen they're just more familiar with james ball which is everything revolves around james and then the last few years it's been about the young guys and you try to find the right mix of all the young guys the reality is it should be the team and you try to get the right pieces of the team that's that's what he was building in in uh, uh helping to build in Boston. They just happen to have some really talented players in Boston. Uh, obviously, he had Jason Tatum, who was his own James Harden from a, the standpoint of greatness. But I don't know. It, I don't think – I'm not sure Jalen – anytime, just like Steve Francis, you're an outstanding athlete, 
but your skill level from a shooting standpoint is not great, you potentially could could fail to reach your potential, potentially fail to reach your potential. But you could fail to reach your potential because athleticism doesn't – Well, you have to be skilled at some and, point. And quite frankly, he doesn't use his athleticism enough. He had a play last night where he just ran by the defender and had a layup, and it was like, wow, that's Jalen. That is what we need. And then he's pulling up on three on where he's – some three pointers, you're just like, wow, what do you, what, what kind of shot is that? They came out of a timeout, and Jalen put up a 28 footer, a 28 footer, that's what he made three pointer. And I, I was like, he made drew what, that up. He drew up a 28. No one would ever draw that up. <laughs> no one, and it was quickly, it was the shot clock wasn't winding down. It was like, what in the world? I mean, he, he thinks he's. He thinks he's Steph, uh, but he's not. This guy needs to be getting to the hole on a regular basis. Yes, and he's not. Run, you know, run, get to the hole, uh, be the energy guy. That that gives him his best chance. I'm not saying don't shoot from three. Well, the problem problem is when they're, when they're not playing well defensively is they, they, they're taking the ball out of the basket and they don't have a lot of fast break opportunities. Yeah. And that's the difference in this team. When they're getting grabbing a rebound and running – well, yeah. when, you, when, when Shingun is not on the court, they are substantially less efficient as a half-court yes. team. Yes. Uh, I mean, sometimes Jeff Green can help out, but they are – I mean, Van Vliet is not a guy who's successful getting inside the three-point lane from an efficiency standpoint. Jalen hasn't been. You know, with Dylan Brooks and Jabari, well, you'll just have to see what you get on that particular day, really, especially with Jabari. There's no telling what you'll get. So that's a big concern. and. And if you don't have, you know, your half-court offense, it, if, if you're not – if you don't have Shingun, although you were pretty good offensively yesterday, um, you could end up struggling. As long as they play defense, they're going to be fine. But, uh, I mean, they can win without scoring a lot with defense. It hasn't been happening lately. That's the thing. That is, hasn't been it's happened. just a little funk. I mean, they'll, they'll get it back. We see the ups and downs every year like this. So, if they did it before, they can do it again. There's big news coming out. <clears throat> Ross Dellinger from Yahoo Sports says – uh, well, actually, I don't know if Ross is at y- Yahoo Sports right now. Uh, yes, he is. Ross says at a meeting Friday, FSU, Florida State Board of Trustees are going to discuss the Seminoles Conference future, and the result of the meeting is expected to produce a legal filing serving as the initial step to exit from the ACC's uh, grant of rights. So, Okay, let's get the response from... Well, in a very, in a very serious football way... Standpoint. What what will this mean? Will this mean? How much anything are you going to hate FSU out of? Was well, it going to hurt the ACC? Sure, they're they're. Big, Could anything else unravel name. because of this? It's a brand. If Florida State goes, then it means the the teams who have been investigating this, like Clemson and Miami, certainly are more likely to yeah. get really deep into the possibility. It's always been a question of shit. Well, the last couple of years about who who would make the first real move because these discussions have taken place. The ACC has gone through not the greatest measures to try to try to stop it by expanding, but you're taking in Stanford and SMU and Cal. It's not exactly all that appealing to the teams that are looking to leave. Um, this is based off of, a lot of it is based off of a reaction to what happened to them in the CFP uh, that the, they're blaming the ACC for why they're not in. Of course, they have, they have been part of the problem up until this year. They have been a team who hasn't lived up to their brand for years. But the first, but now because it hurts them, they're looking for a way out. And plus, there's a money thing. 
if you're looking for my actual reaction, if we were back in the studio, I would have played the De Niro laugh. Mm-hmm. They're, they're just whiny babies. Well, the reason I ask you that is because does this concern you from, uh, but of course, if Miami's looking to get out potentially, Clemson would be the, the, the one that would concern me because if this – but do you want – if you're Clemson, you, I've, I've always felt like from a regional standpoint you're an obvious fit in the SEC, but is that what's best for, for Clemson? Is that what's best for Florida State to go have to compete if we're talking in that conference? monetarily, it is what's best for them. Yeah. Because yeah. ACC is and not, not only that, but you, it, listen, the, the water – everybody raises with rising water. Yeah, because Clemson will tell you because their their recent success, you exclude what happened this year, that they can play with those teams. And maybe right or wrong, they should they should believe that because of what they've done. Florida State certainly believes – Well, they got to take a different attitude with NIL. Yeah, yeah. So, but Florida State certainly believes that as well. And a lot of it has to do with what's happened this year and their past. It's not about their recent history. So, sure – um, going to the SEC means more money, means giving you a better chance to compete against those schools that you have to fight tooth and nail to get recruits. But what it means in the short term, I, I don't think they would have the same type of – they wouldn't have the same type of um, kind of buffer or, excuse me, they wouldn't have the same issues that like a Houston going to the Big 12 would have or or maybe a lesser school, a non-Power 5 school going to a big Power 5 conference. But they would have an adjustment period too. Uh, particularly, look at the way they recruit. They're a portal school. That's the way they've competed, and they don't have the defensive lineman right now or the offensive lineman to compete on on a game to game basis in the SEC. But I get why you make the move. It's a long term move. Um, b- but a lot of it, ha- they would have to go with others. I don't think they get out by themselves. It would have to be Miami, Clemson, and maybe even a North Carolina saying we're done here in the AC- in the ACC having having to dissolve because I don't think it, Florida State has the money. To get out of a get out of the ACC right now, so we'll see. I, I, I like, they've pointed to the fact that they got screwed in CFP as the impetus to get this done. It would have never happened if they were SEC champs. Yeah, yeah. But they would be. Would they be thirteen? But they and wouldn't be SEC champs with that roster. Yeah. So there's a difference there. But I get the move. I, I mean, I can laugh at them because I think I think they're they're whiny. But I understand why they're doing it uh, yeah. because the other schools have thought about it too. Uh, why is Craig DeSurf doing what he does? Like well, does it for the people. He's doing it for not just every conference in America, but he also in every district in the state of Texas. He's also doing it for America. He's also putting out there, putting out the best prices, putting his best foot forward immediately with low rates on Chevy Silverado pickup trucks, GMC Sierra pickup trucks, Buick Enclaves, which is an awesome SUV that they have available for you. Did you know right now? that you can check in and see, okay, what's the APR financing on, on this vehicle? Because they have specials going on right now. How much dealer purchase allowance are we going to get? The GMC Sierra has $6,500 purchase allowance available for you. So you've got to find out what, this, what the, um, the specials are right now, what the programs are for all the different vehicles, purchase and lease, because there's some great lease opportunities for the Buick Enclave as well. But you won't know unless you go online to landzcars.com or, more importantly, just start the car buying experience by chatting online and finding out, okay, what is this price going to look like per month? What will my trade-in value look like per month? Do you have this? I'm looking for this with my pickup truck. And they can go through the entire process for you. Make sure that you check them out online at LanceZCars.com or head out to Angleton. It's about a 42-minute drive from downtown Houston, but the trip is worth it because it's zero hassle, zero hustle, and great people answering your questions and helping you find what it is that you're truly looking for. It's Gulf Coast Chevy Buick GMC. ESPN 97.5. Home. Dagon.
Damn it, Leroy. Leroy, you were just stupid. At least I have chicken. annual onside kick from Mark Klein is truly a wonder to behold, and he was all set to beat the Titans with his powerful right leg, but never got the call. Well, you can see it today during the Christmas at Klein's, along with your host in the Mobile Veritex Community Bank Studios, John and Lance. John and Lance are currently, back. currently distracted, at least well, Lance no, is. Welcome back to Klein's Jewelry's Christmas at Klein's, a day early. Tomorrow we'll be at Nick's place all day with all the shows. Just us this morning here. So stop on by on your way to work. Oh, look, see, people coming in. They're going to buy jewelry here this morning on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Thanks. Let's go. Uh, You can eat here, too. Yeah. You can eat. Yeah. We've got donuts. You want to have a drink? We've got beer, the right type of beer. Uh, Not that one. Not the one he has, but the right type of beer is here as well. Why are you doing that? Uh, Michigan. That's why. That's why you're going to lose now. Okay. Is that why? Michigan, Michigan Congratulations. man. Congratulations. Well, uh, Kid Rock's a Michigan guy, and he well, he said he backtracked. Uh, well, he didn't backtrack. He just said, "I'm, I'm not going to uh, boycott lesson. him anymore." Yeah. Okay. Uh, he's not going to drink him. He's just not going to boycott him anymore. He's, he's a Coors Light guy, I'm sure. No, I don't. I don't know that to be the case. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I've seen a picture. I kind of do. Not accurate. I'm not. I'm not sure, but I kind of do feel like that. Um. 713-780-3776 if you want to get in here on ESPN 97.5. Can I ask you guys a question? So our favorite, your favorite, Mac Brown's a little upset. Mm-hmm. Mac Brown is upset at Dave Dorn. Dave Dorn is the head coach at NC State. And in, a, and in a celebration after NC State beat their rival, North Carolina State, I mean North Carolina, in, in the locker yes. room. In the locker filmed. room. Do you it, have that sound? I don't. Oh, um, but I'm at, I, they it's beeped not it out. Great. Yeah. It's not great. It's been f- 1,460 days since those pieces of S beat us. Pieces of ship. Yeah, pieces of those ship. Those pieces of ship Tho- he Since to. those pieces of ship beat us in reference to the North Carolina players. Yeah. I mean, I, I imagine the, te- the coaches, the fan base, all Everybody. of it. Everybody's a piece of S. Everybody. Mac Brown said. Mac so, said he thought it referred to the players mostly. Of course. Of course he did. Our family, and, and I told these kids, I apologize. Because I knew it hurt their feelings. Or good kids, or parents are good, and they're good. Did you see his his response? Yeah, was. I was I was like, it oh was, my god, this is so on brand. It it's was. so on so, brand for Max. So of course it wasn't put out by North Carolina State because their media team wouldn't do it. But it was caught on cameras by uh, the ACC network, and they put it out there. Mac is using it as a as as a. Mac brought it up. He, yeah, he brought it up in a he press conference. Press bowl conference. Game. We know Dave Dorn is talking about the entire North Carolina. Not just the, not just the players. That's a fan thing. That's a coach thing. That's an administration thing. He's and it's a rivalry. So you're going to call them pieces of crap because I'm sure they said stuff about you. you I don't know. Like, I don't you know. You think it's just about the players? It's like Oklahoma no, 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 State. no, no, no. I don't know that I hear coaches saying those yeah, pieces. It, of no, shit. I've never no, heard I, that. Before. No, I think it's strong. It's really strong. But it ain't about the. It's, it is. And, and listen, Dave Doran said, uh, uh, "I'm sorry, I didn't know it was going to be on TV. Yeah, I apologize. I if I'd have known it was going to be on TV, I would have chose different words. Wait a minute." Wait, it's because it's not on TV. You're gonna yeah. call? Him? Yeah, you caught me. I, I didn't. I didn't want that out there. Yeah. But, but I still feel the same way. I don't like that school. Well, he did, but, but he but, said he didn't regret the passion he had. No, 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 no. And they caught me. In a, they caught him in a. That's still not something you. Let me tell you who loves it. Let me tell you who loves it. Let me tell you who doesn't care. NC State. 
That's all that matters to him. Because yeah. they go, he was right about those pieces. Of yeah, right. Because they said the same thing. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure there's – I'm sure they're, they're Oklahoma State. No, they got him squarely. They're right. Oklahoma State's and North Carolina's Oklahoma. Yeah, actually, that's like beating – he probably got a raise. Yeah. I'm he probably sh- got a summy deal. I'm sure there are, mo- I'm sure there are 15, at least 15,000 people in that crowd who called Drake May a piece of, cr- piece of ass. Right. I'm sure and they're like, yeah, that's right. Drake May is a piece of – Drake's like, wait, I just play quarterback. Here, all, here's what I'm Max said. Big- I've never heard something like that before, and I'm disappointed. I thought it was classless, and it's not true. It's not true as in they're not pieces Mm -hmm. of S. He goes, we didn't play well in the game. We didn't coach well in the game. It's been very well documented. I got that, but you don't call kids a piece of shit. I've addressed it with our team, and I apologize to them. Why is he apologizing? That's what I wanted. When he said I apologize to them. What did you do? Why are you apologizing? That's what, when I read that, I'm like, that's so Mac Brown right there. Listen, I'm sorry that a man called you a piece of shit. You're not, you're good people. Your parents are good, and I think you're working hard to become great kids. In in a longer, I don't have the other comments, but he's talking about. We're talking about kids who are getting top grad. A, top ac- yeah. academic groups in They're America. Top academic groups in America. Yeah. Last time I checked, that's not a piece of shit. They've won a. They've won the coastal. They've won a bunch of games. They've yeah. been to an Orange Bowl. Okay, Mac. Thank yeah, you. he said all that. Yeah, he was running down like, yeah, Doran just. It was a rivalry game, but it is unusual to hear. He did apologize. A coach, uh, Dave called Mac Brown and apologized. Yeah, but Dave Mac Dave obviously Dorn does did. not. Mac obviously doesn't accept because he brought it out yeah. yesterday. Yeah. So Dave Doyle, as you mentioned, John, he doesn't regret the passion. He said he could have said it in a more professional way, but that's the feeling in that in the NC State program in rally. They think North Carolina's their pieces of crap. <laughs> he, they do. They think that way, and I'm and I'm sure it goes the other way too because that's just how it is. It's a rivalry in college sports. You can't hold him accountable. It's strong. Understood. You can't hold him accountable for that. Well, I and I, I have seen a, a lot of – I see post-game press conferences, especially after big wins. You got it. You the can't coach film is it. hard to control himself. Yeah. yeah. I have seen – can't film that. For example, when maybe a West Virginia team went to Texas and beat them, and I thought there were a lot of F-bombs being thrown at the time. You thought there were too I many? I thought it was an extreme amount. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, Jason Brown probably didn't think that, but I thought there were an extreme number of F-bombs being thrown around at that time. But you know what? It was such a, an emotional thing to win like that. But calling the other team, that's a little – now, if it's a pro team – But who puts it out? The ACC Network well, it filmed was, it. Yeah, they It wasn't the media team for NC State. ACC. But why would ACC Network put it out? I don't know. Doesn't I mean, you're, you're causing. They're trying to. I don't know if it was a live thing that they did. I think it was live. So they caught. They wanted to get in there and see the, the, oh, the if reaction. It's live, and if yeah. it's live, they can't predict what Dave Dorn's going to yeah, say. Yeah, if it's live and it's not. And released, it's on cable, yeah. so you don't have to worry about swearing. Yeah. yeah. So so maybe they just had their cameras in there. We're going to follow. But he didn't the, even. The he victors. didn't know. And that's yeah, a he bad didn't know. thing. He didn't know. Hey, that's on his on his ops guy. You know, hey coach. Whoa, whoa, coach. Be careful. We're alive on TV here. But maybe they did. Maybe they didn't tell him. Whatever the case may be, I don't. I, you know what? Dave Doran is not going to find. Uh, I, maybe NC State. No, there's a lot of people going to New Mexico. State's head coach Jerry Kill going after New Mexico. Uh, Dave Doran with what he said, and then Mac going after him. Those ACC meetings with Doran and Mac are going to be uncomfortable. Yeah, if I'm this Dave year. Doran, look, I apologize. I know I shouldn't have said it. Then you're going to bring it up and tell, tell tell me how classless it was. Okay, now I'm putting forty on you next year if I have to, or whatever it takes. I, look, Mac Brown has every right to defend his kids. I understand that, but you got the apology, according to Dave Doran. Hopefully, that's true. And you and you decided one more time. I got. Let me talk about this one more time. I'm sure Dave Doran thought it was put to bed. I made a mistake. 
I wish I hadn't said, said it the way I said it. Mac was like, no, we're not done here. I'm going to bring this up one more time. So as long as those two are still playing, NC State, apparently it's been over almost 1,500 days, so Dave Doran's had the best at Mac, and I guess he'll try to do it again next year. Yeah. Uh, yeah, apparently since 2020? Yeah, it's been uh, Yeah, uh, you look at NC State and what they did, they ripped off five straight wins after a, kind of a middling start, and uh, they had a really good year to close it out. North Carolina <laughs> kind of certainly fumbled lo- what they thought they were going to be. I love those, that, though, those pieces of shit. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Like wow, now, it's North Carolina. It's, isn't it supposed to be a clown? No. I mean, it's a beautiful campus. No, I'm, I'm classy sh- kids. I'm sure that I'm sure that isn't just about the that, players. That's about the fan that, base. That's about things he's heard from others who associate themselves with North Carolina. They're, and th- remember, NC State's coming from being the quote unquote lesser school. They're not. They're not the big school in that state. So they're always no, the, the doing the on chip the on the shoulder, little brother thing. So yeah, this is we see this at different schools. Yeah, I mean, this is not. Is 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 South Carolina the chip on the? Is South Carolina and Clemson who's the? Chip I imagine on the South Carolina is the the big, the state school, and they're the SEC school. But Clemson's had the better of them for the oh, most yeah. part over the last okay. decade. Oh, yeah. So so. Oh, yeah. uh, three seven eight zero. I don't know the seven, dynamics. Six. Like because like in, like in North Carolina and Duke, the the North Carolina kids go to North Carolina. Like the. The, the, the Northeastern kids go to do people right. from across the country. So North right. Carolina is actually the state school. I don't know how that works in Clemson and South Carolina. Well, I'm sure NC State is the, you know, the dumber kids go to NC well, State. Well, that's that. I, I was, <laughs> well, sure. <laughs> sure. I mean, I mean we, we're going to be honest. Sure. The North Carolina certainly has a more, is the more prestigious academic university. Yes. Yes, it is. Yes. Uh, time to talk right now about Artisan Grange and talk about dipping and your habit, and I'm, I'm just sick of it. You got to stop now, okay? Mark, you got to stop dipping, okay? You need Canstead or Dublend. It's hemp in a pouch made of hemp with CBD oil in it. So you're not dipping. No, you're not. It's CBD oil that's just got healing powers, okay? There's, there's no, no, there's no THC in it, okay? So stop already with that. <laughs> You're giving up. He's giving up free jewelry, but he's because he's no. so high. <laughs> there's no THC. It's, it's actually got healing effects to it, okay? So all of your problems, all you need to do is go to nine seven five dip. dot com. That's nine seven five dip. Dot com and 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 stop already with the dipping and the dirtiness and the nicotine and the tobacco and how you're hurting yourself every single day. All of you that are dipping out there, the ladies hate it and they're gonna love nine seven five dip dot com. ESPN ninety seven five and ninety two five. You're hooked up with it. You hooked up with it. You decided to marry it. I told you I wasn't into it. You said it didn't matter. Back to the magic and mayhem of Christmas at Klein's. Two of these guys are scrambling to get the perfect gifts for their wives and daughters. The other is covered in frostbite from all the ice on his neck and wrist. It's John Lentz and Dell, the playa olaleya. Welcome back live here at Klein's for our Klein's Christmas party a day early. Tomorrow we'll be at Nick's place all day long, eating and drinking. We want you to come on by. But us here this morning, we are clients. What's that? No. <laughs> but it was 98%, Mark. Remember? Remember when it was 90-some percent when Lance was in the background telling you how it was going to rain? 
Yeah. <laughs> numbers guy, stats numbers guy, guy. I got it all wrong. He hey, got, but just yeah. because we're at Nick's doesn't mean you can't stop by tomorrow. Yeah. At Klein's you tomorrow. You can come to Klein's too. Yeah, well, you have to because yeah. you don't have a gift yet. Yeah. Stop by on the and then come on the next place. We'll be there all day, the, the entire station. Luckily, it's moved down to 43% tomorrow. It's now 76 Saturday and then 98 Sunday. So it just slowed down. It's just, uh, but it's still 40, 45% yeah, is still a good chance, Mark. It's a good okay. chance it's going to hail tomorrow morning. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> oh, Friday morning. At cloudy 20, with, it's going to start raining. Cloudy with says. rain showers. Cloudy with rain showers. In the morning. Sorry. Um, so we're here now, so we want you to come on by. We got Coors Lights, we got kolaches, we got donuts, and we got jewelry. And Mark has given away jewelry as well while you are here. He already has given away a couple of pieces. So if you're on your way to work and you want to pick something up, come on. Come on. Get on over here. We're at Fountain View in West Timer. We'll be here for another hour and a half on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. But you can come by all day. As a matter of fact, Mark is going to get me my piece that, uh, that, that I picked up for my wife here. And listen, it's the best way to do it. You text him something, a picture of something that she likes, and then he makes it. And it's a lot less expensive, trust me. So if you're looking to trick your wife, come to clients. It's not trick. It's making what she wants. It's custom made. Custom made with the elves in the back. Sure, but if you take any pleasure in deceiving your wife, come to clients. <laughs> no, it's custom made. No, it's fine as custom made, but if you like tricking your wife, come to clients. It's yes. fine. Some people might like I doing like that. Tri- I like tricking my wife. Particularly yeah. when it costs you less. You're getting a one of one. It costs, it costs you a lot You're less. You're getting a one of one. It costs you a lot less, and you get to fool your wife. Come to clients. Yes. Yes. Not what John's saying. No, that's what I'm saying. I know what John's saying. Uh, here's the deal. I'm playing to the people who might like to lie to their wife. Uh, I, I don't like to lie. <laughs> I'm to not my saying wife. you do, right. but the other people might. Yeah. Well, that's not the that's not that's the, not the, the selling sell point. point. No, Dell. Well, that's not exactly probably why the not, sales point that Mark's looking for. Probably here. why I'm not married. Yeah. The sell point is you can get something that looks really expensive, that's great quality, but it's not that expensive. Come to clients. That's exactly how about it. that. That's exactly the point. It's going to be a lot less when you come to clients. That's for show, for show. Seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six is the number. Rockets lost last night. And they are now, uh, you know, that's the end of their home winning streak. They don't, they're not looking good defensively. Ime Udoka talked about, uh, let's put, let's do, use that one again, uh, Sean. We got Ime Udoka. Shangun only played 27 minutes. Mm-hmm. Shangun was getting used by uh, Capella and the other guy, Okwanga, Okwongo. 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 He was getting used by both of them. And and Ime had seen enough. He had earlier this season. He had seen enough of Jalen. Earlier this season, he had seen enough of Jabari. He sat. You come sit next to me, and and that's exactly what he did with Shangun. Shangun, to me, is going to be a max guy. He's improved that much defensively because that was the biggest worry. He's regressed. He regressed last night. He regressed last night. And rock and it's shown in the last three games they're not the same defensive team and they just got to be better. But I think it's it's not only him; it's everybody. I mean, they were helping him out a lot more before, and they were closing out on shooters a lot faster than they have you been. Know, I don't think it's a big like. I think it's normal. It's 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 with a young team who's been the worst in basketball, uh, a young player who's just learning to win. It's kind of normal, really, right? Just like what having kids you. You do something, you get in trouble, and then you move forward. This is this is a great teaching lesson. This this game is not going to be, 
you know, you, you, you're not fighting for the top spot in the West. You're tr- learning how to win. And I like that this is one of these opportunities where he can tell Shingun and everyone else, hey, this is going to cut it. And you guys have not been playing defense. We're losing. And this is what happens. And I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're the best. But I don't care if you're the most talented player on our team. You can catch his bench too. Yep. And I like and I like that he's doing this. These are all positive things that ultimately in the process of winning should help. These are all positive things that should help because none of this was available to them in the past. Let's hear from Ime again. We played it earlier, but there's a lot of people who did not hear him talking about this. Here's Ime talking about Shingun. You sat out be the last five minutes of the first half and then played in the third quarter, sat him again in the fourth. What were you seeing from him defensively tonight? The mistakes I, met, I talked about, I mean, um, like I said, whether it's big or small, um, we want our bigs to be up and stay, stay beneath the rollers. And obviously, Congo got out a few times, Capella the same thing. And um, like I said, when they're not setting screens and slipping, you have to be able to adjust and, and defend those actions. And so that's what I saw. Um, not the best pick and roll defense. So I think this is going to always be one of the issues with, with Alpern Shingun is that from an athletic standpoint, the concern's always been how does he handle athletic bigs on the roll? Like when he has to step over and squeeze, depending on how they're going to play it, if, if they're going to come over the top of the pick, can he, can he run the player? Because he can't switch. You don't want Shingun switching off. So if he's going to somehow stay with the rollers, that's a whole different that's a whole different ball game. Like you've got to be really active. And he's not a great short area athlete. He's got good footwork, but he's not super twitchy. So that's always going to be an issue for him. He has to really try hard and be on his game in terms of operating quickly. Uh, because when he gets switched off on the high screen and rolls, he's going to be in some trouble at the top. If he is dealing with the Capella, who, let's face it, all he did for much of his career is just roll off, catch lobs from James and dunk. Yeah. And that's what he's doing last night again. Yeah, and that's going to be an issue for Capel. That's going to be a little bit of an issue for Shingun too, yeah. unless he's able to put a body on him. So Shingun has that's – something, that's something that I think is going to be with him for his entire career. You just want to minimize it some if possible. So the Rockets right now are in ninth, which is in the, in the play-in games. They're just ahead of the Suns, who we figure – the Suns will be better than the Rockets when it's all said and done, right? Yeah, you sh- I, yeah. I assume. The, Ro- the Suns are 14 and 13. The Rockets you have are Bradley Beal hurt again. Again, he has been, been hurt all year. So you got that. Don't look now. Who is the best team over the last 10 games in the NBA? Uh, last 10 games in the NBA? God, I have no idea. The Clippers are on a nine-win streak. Wow. Nine in a row. It's gotten quiet. It's gotten it, well. They lost their first six with James. Well, that was loud. One. That was loud. Yeah, and now it's like, oh, maybe they're they're gonna they're gonna work it out and they're gonna figure it out and they have figured it out. A lot of pros on that team. Uh, yeah, a lot of stars on that team. Yeah, I mean, when I say pro, I mean like high level. So high level guys. So Golden State is outside looking in of the playoffs right now. Do we think Golden State is going to be better and be a play and at least a playoff a play in team? Well, yeah. The, well, you'd think their likely target, if, they were, if they're looking at it this way, would be the Rockets. The Rockets are 13-12, Golden State's 13-14. and 14. They've won their last three in a row. You would think the, if we're talking about a team that would fall out, it would be the Rockets if, we're, if Golden State's hopping in. But with, they've played 27 games. I'm, I'm, I think so. I'm, I'm looking at it. I don't think they're better 
than any team outside of the Pelicans and the Rockets as far as as far as what they'll be at the end of the year. So it would have to be one of those two. So who's more likely to – the Pelicans are 16-12. and 12. Um, Who's more likely to drop down, the Pelicans or the Rockets? The Pelicans or the Lakers or the Rockets? Well, I don't think LeBron's – as long as LeBron and Anthony Davis can play 65 games, yeah, but I think that's, they'll make but, the playoffs. But, that, but that's well, a big they, if. They've been good so far. That's so a big if, though. Understood, but that's what – and Zion could – Miss time for so, fact. So, who, so who in other knows? words, there's 11 teams for 10 spots. I don't think Utah's going to get back in it. They're no. 10 and 18. I don't think Memphis, even with Jaw, they're seven. Uh, they're seven and 19. They're 12 yeah, games under 500. But I, I, I would not write them off. You, the, you know, we, we as a Rockets fan base need to make sure that you don't have any of the fallback. What you seem to be worried about right well, now? You just is, beat them twice already. You, but you're, but not with Jaw. No, but it doesn't matter. You beat them twice. No, I know, but I think they're going to be a much better team with John Morant. Probably. I think Probably. they're going to be a much better team. You know, the, the Rockets just have to guard against bad defense because that's how you fall out of the, the playoff hunt is not playing defense. Um, if you play defense, you're going to be there. That's not going to be a problem. I that's, think Golden that's the biggest concern. I think Golden State might have a hard time. Golden State might. Uh, Steph is still great, but they've got – I mean, Clay is, is kind of a shell of who he used to be. Draymond is – is Draymond losing Jordan Poole? I mean, they've lost important players over the last two or three years. I think Golden State, um, I mean, their run is over. I think their run is definitely over. So now, you know, now what happens? How long can they hang on? They're one of those teams you don't want to see in the first round of the playoffs, but I don't think they go any further than that. No. I, you know what? There's, there's 11 teams for 10 spots, unless you count Memphis, who are well back. We're assuming Phoenix is going to potentially shoot way up into the you know be a top four be a top four team in the league yeah i mean in the west they got brooke they got they got Devin, and they've got kevin durant i mean booker beal booker, and durant yeah i mean on paper should a hundred percent yes be inside they, the top five they should be in there and they will be once and especially if one beal. but they've got to get it like like the clippers they've got an adjustment period too with having that many stars on so the i'm court. looking at james harden in December. So their nine-game win streak is throughout December, the, the Clippers I'm talking about. They scored a lot of points, 120, 151, 144, 121, 119, 132, 117, 111, 113, um, in reverse order. So James this month is averaging 19.8 points a game. He's averaging 9.9 assists per game and five rebounds. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Um, almost, he's, he's averaging almost 20 and 10. That's re- I mean, you basically are averaging 20 and 10. That's fantastic. But then it takes another step forward. When you look at his shooting percentage, he's shooting 45% from three. And, you know, James, it's not like he's just – it's a small sample size. He, he has – he's made – he's taking 6.1 per game, and he's making 2.8, making 45%. For the year, James is shooting 42% from three for the year. It's really good. Yeah. Really good shooting percentage for James. And, of course, he's always going to be a really good free throw shooter, shooting 89%. So, for the month of November so far, he's almost 12 – he's almost at 20 – he's 19.8. So, he's basically at – and he's 9.9 assists. He's at 20 and 10 with a 45.5% three-point percentage and shooting 90% from the free throw line. That's really, really, really good. good. Really good. He's James Harden. He yeah, I wish good. we had James back so much. Mm. I, that's one of us. Just kidding. Uh, time for you. I mean, to James talk. could score 100 in back-to-back games, and, I would. and I'd be like, thank God we don't have James. Yeah, no, 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 no. Don't want him. No, thank you. 845, time to throw, be, talk about an underdog. 
Let's talk about Underdog Fantasy, the group that has made uh, watching games so much more fun. And, I mean, when I talk about games, I'm, I'm not talking about just um, – Pro football. I'm talking about basketball as well. How about football and basketball? You've got a chance to use both of them in your Pick'em Challenge. When you go download the app, and it's a great app, highly, very, very easy to operate and navigate on the front end, the user interface. If you go to underdogfantasy.com or download the app, you are going to have an option of playing Daily Fantasy or the Pick'em Challenge. How about the Pick'em Challenge? Pick between two and five players, and you have to pick a uh, uh, stats for those players, right? Higher or lower. You can only find one stat per player, but you can look at assist, free throws, um, three-pointers made, rushing yards, uh, passing touchdowns. There's so many different statistics to choose from. Find one that you think is a little bit soft and go higher or lower on it. And if you pick anywhere between two and five players, you are going to win a multiplier of whatever your original play was. So if you play $10, for example, and you hit all five, that is going to pay you $200, yes, 20 to 1 for picking all five correctly. You must use promo code LANCE if you want to double your initial deposit up to $100. Use promo code LANCE to double your initial deposit up to $100 and go follow at Underdog Fantasy on the site formerly known as Twitter for their surprise season. They are going to be, tw- they're going to be tweeting out and telling you different ways that you can win a Nintendo Switch, a PS5, and more. Must be 18 or older in Fresno State where Underdog Fantasy operates. Terms apply. Conservative play call 800-GAMBLER. Go to ncpgambling.org. ESPN 97.5.com on the Chase Long. On the Chase Long, on the Chase Long, on the Chase Long, all day long, on the Chase Long. We're back in the Mobile Veritex Community Bank Studios, coming to you live from Christmas at Klein's Jewelry at 5868 Westheimer. You know you want to see these guys perform their annual Christmas stunts in person? It's the meandering sports rants of John and Lance. Welcome back live at Klein's. Christmas at Klein's this morning. we got people stopping by. We want you to come on over here, Fountain View and Westheimer, and hang out with us. Or you can go to the store. Is the other store open yet, Mark, or no? This one's only on the other one. 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock, the other one's open. Um, while this one is open now here at Fountain View and Westheimer, come and hang out. See all the beautiful jewelry waiting for you. Pre-owned watches, luxury watches, they're fantastic. Look at those. Look at those. I mean, they are just, I mean, he's got a bunch of different brands, a lot of Rolexes, I can see that. Are we still in the window where they can make something for you before, Chris, before yep. Christmas? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. These guys are good. They, do, they get it done. And they will get it done before Christmas. I or I can't. So I want. I don't know if my wife's listening or probably not. I ordered something the same day he showed me the picture of it. Same day. Mm-mm. That's how good they are. Yeah, that's how good they are. Um, well, they didn't make it the same day. Yeah, yeah. They made it the, the same ma- day. I showed him a picture of what she wanted. He made it the same day. I don't know that he wants you promising that right now. I didn't. Say, I said it happened to me. I didn't promise anybody anything. Okay. Do you see how you misconstrue things? Why did it happen for you? Huh? But it, it just happened that way. Timing, I don't know. Lance. Yeah. Just the timing worked out. Yeah, like it's like the, it's like the timing for our Texans right now. So on the show before ours, the I don't know what their names are. I do know Canty, but he's not. He's not he's off not this week. Right now, I think right? he's off this week, or what? Or they might have fired him already. I don't know that. That's uh, the case. Listen, they change shows faster more than we do. Okay. Okay. So Todd. Todd you hear that, like, Todd? <laughs> so, so uh, he wasn't there. They, 
to the guy there, Evan or Ethan or whatever his name so. is, he says it's not even close. Coach of the year is Kevin Stefanski, and there's no argument for anyone else. Okay. Uh, I think that's, that's a little ridiculous because has anybody exceeded expectations more? <laughs> now, he is doing it with Joe Flacco and three other quarterbacks. Stefanski right now, in the odds that I saw, he is fourth. Fourth, yeah. Yeah, D'Amico But is... now, to look at Jaden Daniels wasn't even close to it three weeks before the, the Heisman came out. Well, it could it, cer- yeah. this could change. This, but it, it really... this, this, this Sunday changes things. Well, it's really this, this, this award is going to be between Stefanski, D'Amico Ryan's, uh, Dan Campbell, and uh, who else? There's one more that's in the mix. Oh, and Shanahan. They got Shanahan in there as well, in the top four. Steichen. Is no, 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 I'm one. sorry. Steichen. I'm sorry. Actually, Steichen is number one right yeah. now. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. mean, the Colts are 5-1 and one over so, the last So six. that last game is going to play a big role yeah. with the Texans and, and, and Colts. For, for individual And this award. weekend is going to play a big role. Well, actually, not just individual award. It could mean it for the playoffs. We'll see what happens. But Steichen, AFC South. Uh, and first-year coach. D'Amico Ryans, AFC South first-year coach. Uh, Kevin Stefanski just pulling it together with a bunch of crap falling apart. And then um, Dan Campbell. Expectations were high. He's lived up to the expectations. And then the fifth one, I think, is, is Kyle Shanahan. I think Shanahan may be fourth and Stefanski fifth. But anyway, you look at it, Shanahan probably has the lowest chance of winning that award. Currently, if I'm looking at the odds just over multiple books, Yep. Campbell, Steichen, either one uh, as a favorite. D'Amico, then Mike McDaniel, head of Shanahan. And oh, really? Stefanski. Okay. Yes. Um, I don't know that I would put him ahead uh, of. I, but I'll tell you what, that, that video of him saying, this looks like a one-play drive to me. Do you see that? Yes. Well, this looks like a one-play drive, one-play drive. Boop, touchdown. Who said that, Mike McDaniel? McDaniel, he's on the sideline. This he, looks is like such a, a, he is kind of legendary in a way. He, yeah, I mean. He says some. He hit Waddle on that pass, and it was a one-play drive, yeah. and he was like. He was like, if we, if we get this coverage, it's one-play drive. It's a one. one play. He got the coverage. And he got the coverage. And he was like, <laughs> before he saw the coverage, he was all pretty excited about it. And it worked out for him. But how about executive of the year? Well, okay, so I'll, I'm glad you asked that because now I'll bring up this article that was in well, the Well, while athletic. you're bringing it up, here is D'Amico. Talking about okay. yeah. about Nick Casario and the job that he's done. Nick has done an awesome job when it comes to you know, personnel. Uh, throughout this entire year, we've unfortunately we've had to add a lot of different guys at different points of the of the season, right? And guys who've helped us along the way, who probably some are still here, some aren't here. So that takes a lot of work that goes behind the scenes that no one knows, like the players that we bring in, the players that we're working out, right? Just Nick having that experience of who is the right person to bring in. It helps me because I don't have to second guess or question, right? When players come up, it's like, okay, you like the guy? How was the workout? Good. Let's go. Let's roll. And it makes things flow much smoother when you have that collaboration and that trust. And when you see football the same way and you know who we're looking for and the style of play and the player that we're looking for when it matches up, Right, it makes it a lot easier, and Nick has done a great job all throughout. I mean, you go back to off season with the additions and free agency, also throughout the draft, and now throughout the season, just how you manage a roster throughout the season. It takes a lot of it takes a lot of work, a lot of trust, and Nick has done an outstanding job there. I think uh, Rick Smith and his crew, whether it's Brian Gain or um, or Brian. Uh, 
Adams? No, it wasn't Brian Adams. <laughs> it was the one right before. Uh, I think they did a really good job of managing end season. I think Nick Casario has done a good job of managing end season. The Athletic had an article that said which front offices, which NFL GMs and front offices helped or hurt their team the most in 2023. On the help the most, Miami Dolphins, Chris Greer, they point out Jalen Ramsey, uh, trade David Long as a free agent signing at linebacker, Devon A. Chain and as a draft pick, and, and re-signing Raheem Mostert. Cleveland Browns, they really don't point out anybody other than filling in for injured players and getting Joe Flacco. Uh, L.A. Rams, they talk about you know Aquila uh, Weatherspoon, Kevin Dotson, blah, blah, blah. And then they have Baltimore Ravens. But number five, and in no particular order, is the Houston Texans. And they said, a season projected to include growing pains and a few victories for the Texans instead has featured a rapid turnaround under the direction of first-year head coach uh, D'Amico Ryans. General manager Nick Casario entered the season under a good deal of pressure after two fruitless seasons, but he and Ryans promptly added key veterans like safety Jimmy Ward, linebacker Denzel Perryman, tight end Dalton Schultz and receiver Robert Woods, and running back Devin Singletary in free agency. They also drafted C.J. Stroud and Will Anderson. He stops here. What he really didn't mention, and this is, you know, unless you're really paying attention to the Texans, and still most people don't, it's been, yeah, Stroud. I mean, Stroud is the number one guy, but Tank Dell, uh, Blake Cashman, like these are guys that he should be mentioning. Tank Dell, Blake Cashman are two guys he absolutely should be mentioning. And was Noah Brown here last year? No. Yeah, and Noah Brown. Mm-hmm. Like, I get that you mentioned Robert Woods. Robert Woods has not been much of a factor. I mean, he's Early been okay. on he was. Early Denzel on Perryman. Denzel Perryman hasn't been the factor that that, that Blake no. Cashman has been. Well, they're not following it as closely as we are. No, but that to the to their point, they made that list without even mentioning Blake Cashman and uh, and Tank Dell. Yeah, and those are two guys I would say are extremely important. Well, I don't know that they were mentioned sides. in uh, rookies. They were mentioned. Yeah, in he draft mentioned. Picks. Yeah, they drafted C.J. Stroud and Will Anderson. Oh, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, they do mention. Well, they didn't drafts. mention it on the other one, um, but I get it. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't think anybody's made the acquisitions this year that, that, that Casario has. Casario, but here's the deal. This is a huge game for coach of the year. This is a huge game for executive of the year because you're up against Cleveland Browns in both categories, quite frankly. And, and oh, by the way, it's a double banger. Well, speaking of double banger, we've got to pick a, a contestant, don't we, mm-hmm. for Beat the Limo Guy. Well, let's do that right now, since I mentioned it. Uh, at 9.05, Sean, 9.05 exactly, the fourth caller is going to play Beat the Limo Guy tomorrow against Justin. Okay, we're going to do it live at Nick's place, where tomorrow we will be broadcasting live all day long. Jeremy Piven's going to stop by at 8. At 9 o'clock, we'll have Justin on, and we'll play Beat the Limo Guy. And you're going up against a, a hot Justin as far as oh my his gosh. run. And he actually had a good week this week. I think he went 4 and. Four zero and one. Four zero and one. Wow. So Justin's going going good right now. Justin's going really good right now. So you got that. We got that tomorrow at nine zero five exactly. Seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. You call in as soon as your phone says nine zero five, and the fourth caller is going to play beat the limo guy tomorrow. Uh, but yeah, it's is a that's a huge game as far as the draft goes. This is a huge game as far as playoff positioning goes against po- as far as postseason awards go. This is the biggest game that they played this year, Cleveland Browns. Are you going to be as soft in your prediction as you were with the Titans? Because you were scared. I, I Scared? We thought they were going to lose. I well, he period. was very. Well, you were very. Well, I didn't know. Wait a minute. 
Wait a minute. That was a Davis Mills-led team I, was, okay. I did not like. <laughs> okay. I know, honestly – did I not all week go? And you're going to put Case in? I think uh, what uh, you know uh, they're going to put Case in. They're going to put Case in because Davis Mills is going to struggle, you know. And sure enough, they said before the game we're going to put Case in because Davis Mills is going to struggle. Well, and, and of course, Case came, overcame a, a, an awful mistake early. The pick yeah. six led to uh, points, and, the, and they found a way to fight back. But mostly that that was a defensive performance. I don't know that Davis Mills would have hampered them from playing defense. So. You so you feel better because of Case and it's at home. Yeah, I don't feel great about this week either. If okay. you want to know the truth, <laughs> I really don't. I don't feel great about this week. Uh, time for you to talk about Craig the Surf. Oh no, yeah, and Craig the Surf again. Let's yeah, go. that's fine because I I am going to tell you a little bit about their service department. I'm going to tell you about the service department that does an incredible job. It's the all female staff that is writing up the uh, service. Uh, they make sure that everything is double stocked. I mean, sometimes look, you'll run into some issues because of the issues we have with the uh, the auto workers, where you have a piece or another one that's on back order that they're waiting for. But with our friends over at Gulf Coast Chevy Buick GMC, when you go in there to get your car tuned up and to make sure that you get everything done at your twenty five thousand miles, I mean, they've got everything in stock. They get you in and they get you out. They're super friendly. The prices are very very nice. And the service department is there to make sure that things go just as smoothly as the sales side. That's how they operate. They win customer service index awards year after year after year. Nobody touches them out in Angleton. Those are good people. Angleton people are nice people, good people. And they've had the same people working there for years because it's such a family atmosphere. Head on out there, and you can take advantage of the service department and their, the, the way they're taking care of you. But, of course, you know the same thing's going to be true for the sales side, whether it's pre-owned, new vehicle, whether it's purchased or leased. It's Gulf Coast Chevy Buick GMC. Go to LanceZCars.com. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Watch out, door. Whoa, watch out, says that bird. 